Hello everyone and welcome back to ODCast. This is your first episode in the new year. So for those who uh, listened over the Christmas break and are returning, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. For those who are tuning in for the first time, welcome. Today we're going to touch on some Olympic weightlifting training and what it is like to compete at the national stage in junior Olympic weightlifting. Now, a little bit different to the CrossFit sense. Never mind, it's going to be in there as well. We're going to sprinkle it in. And we're also going to dive into Goju, which is a form of martial art. And Kaylin has a few stories there for us to keep us entertained. So tune in and enjoy. Thank you. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Happy 2024. This will be our first episode of the new year, and uh, we've got another guest on today. Uh, so, Kaylin, welcome. How you been? Thank you. Good, sir. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, had a bit of a break. We're back now, so uh, we'll see what, I guess, the new year brings. Um, but yeah, how was, your, how was your holidays, mate? Yeah, they were good. Had a uh, week off to go see the family in Brizzy. Nice. Did you get a, a bit wet or stormed on down there or what? Yeah, one of the days down there we had a, uh, a decent hailstorm hit us. So I uh, had to try and cover up the cars as best as we could. Yeah, well, um, running around like a chook with its head cut off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, good stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, Kaylin has been a uh, an avid fan of the show, I'd say, um, since it came out. So, Kaylin's known both Blake and myself for probably four-ish years now. Yeah, about that. Well, me, yeah, about that for yeah. both of us. Um, so, bit of a background, run this down. Kaylin was one of my first CrossFit coaches, same for Blake, and he sort of couple of years younger than us and I'm like oh we'll better give him a bit of shit here and, and go from there and uh, truth be told a, a friendship sprout from it and it's been like that ever since I guess just hanging shit on each other since yeah can't keep it broke <laughs> yeah so uh, previous to that I um I, I guess being fresh to CrossFit for me and you obviously being the coach was a uh, it's an odd relationship to have, I've found, now that I'm coaching myself, someone through their, um, I guess, their beginning of their journey for, for it. Um, and I can recall a few stories of me causing you heartache when, when you were coaching. Uh, so just give us, a, give us a quick rundown there so everyone can realise what it's like, what I was like. It's... Uh I mean, you're a great person. I love you and all. <laughs> but some days, it was uh, challenging, just to keep you in line. <laughs> Challenging's an understatement. I mean, uh, when a few of the boys get together, it's like trying to look after a bunch of kindergartners. Yeah, herding cats. Yeah, <laughs> herd cats. <laughs> nice. Now, I um, I now enjoy the weightlifting side of the crossfit as blake said before and ben i've noticed that you know they're just trying to chase the big boy over here and that's about all i can do well is is lift okay weights not not big weights just okay and uh truth be told 
I tend to pick up my, uh, I got to accredit you for that. Pull me up and tell me, no, your technique's shit. <laughs> when it was due. I'm sure it was nicer than that, though. Mm, mate, mate. <laughs> um, but that that comes from, as, as we've talked about before, uh, being a junior weightlifter and, and doing Olympic weightlifting, um, I guess just call, sort of give us a bit of a rundown there, um, when you did it, what age, stuff like that. Like just dive into that a bit. and. Well. So it originally came up because I was, I was training for a CrossFit comp. Yeah. And, uh, and we needed some, there was going to be heavier weights in it than what we were prepared for. So we, uh, we needed to up our lifting game. So we, um, we had a weightlifting coach here in town that we used and abused. Just for CrossFit? Just, just for CrossFit. Yeah. Which he wasn't happy about, but he he poached us afterwards. (laughs) Um, so yeah, and that's sort of how I got into it. And then, yeah. Two years later. Yeah, right. Walked out the other end on a competing at junior nationals. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I might have this a bit backwards here. I thought you were a weightlifter first. No, no, no. No, crossfitter. Yeah. I was I was into CrossFit long before it was weightlifting. There you go. I um I got my story a bit back to front there. Huh. I thought you started CrossFitting just to go with the weightlifting but nah you just like the rest of us yeah come back <laughs> to the dark side you know yeah that's it now what was it like so I guess I'm familiar with the CrossFit side and how the training looks and you know the functional movements and training to move well and you know yes there's strength stuff there but how does that differ to like an Olympic weightlifting training regime well yeah, you've got your strength stuff and your cardio and that in a CrossFit session. But yep. the biggest thing I found was after a CrossFit session, typically, yeah, you're smashed, but you feel good afterwards. Yep. You get that endorphin rush. Yeah. Whereas after weightlifting, I was just smashed and had nothing left. Like I, I felt drained. I just wanted to go to bed and sleep. Like you've wrung out the towel and she's hanging out to dry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So obviously more physically demanding possibly emotionally or mentally yeah um, depending depending on the day depending after, on the day after a long week you know four sessions a week two three hours minimum yeah right so it was, it was a long time in those hours like you said two three hours per session yep what what's head so how much how often are you lifting? Like, is there? So we, so once we get to, you know, we've done our warm up weights and yep. they're a couple of minutes apart and then you're starting into getting working sets. Yeah. You typically take a two minute break. Between sets? Between sets. Yeah. Does that break get bigger the higher the percentage of weight or no? Uh, it's more so depending on how you feel. So you sort of listen to your body a bit. If you need a little bit extra, take a little bit extra. But we tried not to go over about four minutes. Yeah, okay. And I've heard anything over five reps or four reps is cardio. Oh, yeah. We used to say three. Three. Anything but over three was was big cardio session. <laughs> there you go. Right. 
But what does it what does it typically look like? Like obviously the and for those who don't know, your Olympic weightlifting movements is the clean and jerk and the snatch. And for those who aren't familiar, what say so like what exercises, what movements, lifts are you doing to complement that? Like you don't just rock up and clean and jerk and snatch all the time. No. No. Okay. So typically for like say a, a clean and jerk, you've got to train your your pull from the ground. Yep. So not so much a deadlift but a clean pull. Yeah, so. now there is a difference in that. I'm just gonna butt in here. Right. If you could want put the difference in a one liner, what would it be? Speed. Speed. I would say speed. Okay, okay. So for all those power lifters out there that lift for ten seconds per deadlift, you're too slow. <laughs> come come to the dark side and learn to move weight quickly. Yeah. Pretty well. So it's more you're training for more explosive power than pure strength. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because okay. you've got to have the momentum from that point to yep. get it further. Yeah. So when we're looking at you training the pull from the floor, do you still deadlift or is it mainly we're doing clean pulls or snatch pulls? So in the in the two years that I was doing it, I don't think we tested a deadlift or worked a deadlift in the whole time I was there. Wow. We only did clean pulls. pulls. That was the only thing we did in that sort of movement. Wow. That's actually kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Wow. There you go. You learn something new every day. I'm actually very surprised. I mean, different programs might have yeah. different things in them, but for what I was doing, yeah. But the program worked. Oh, yes. 100%. So we're talking junior level. Obviously, this is what? So, was that under 18s or was it 19? Uh, under 18s. So, I was 16 and 17 when I was doing it. Yeah. And you said to me that 63 kg. Yeah. So, it had to be just under 63. Right. So, it's, I guess it's much like um, like your boxing and your MMA, UFC, weight yeah. wise, where if you've got to meet weight, how close to comp day? On comp day. On comp day. Yeah. Like morning off. Morning off. Shit. Yeah. More often than not, um, it was only a few hours before. Yeah. So we'd we'd uh, weigh in as soon as we got the venue in the morning. Yeah. We'd have maybe an hour or two to eat something, have some fluids, and and then yeah, we'd out getting ready to lift. Did you feel the difference? Like, did you have to like cut weight as such, like fighters do, or stuff like that? Uh, I. Being juniors, we we tried not to. Um, Fair. Obviously, there was a couple of times that I was cutting the cutting, cutting the line. Um, yeah, so I think one of my national comps, I was two kilos over about three days beforehand. Yeah, right. So what's that look like leading up to comp day? Uh, that was that was a bit scary because if you're over, you disqualified doesn't matter if it's 100 grams so you don't go up no you don't go up <clears throat> you don't as soon as you've registered for that competition at whatever weight you obviously register at you're uh, you're in that's it that's it if you're under I think they might let you compete but it's a disadvantage yeah but if you're over it's disqualified you're out yeah wow yep it's a cutthroat man don't even get to touch the bar oh 
Or that those dark days of training for the, yeah. oh, that bar looks nice. Yeah, exactly. Pity I can't lift it. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so three days out, had to lose nearly two kilos. It was uh, it was a bit sketchy. All right, run us through that. How'd it go? Um, you don't have to name anyone. This is a safe podcast. No one's going to get backlash from this, but how did you go? Yeah, it was it was tough. I was I was in a bit of a mood. Yes, yep. I wasn't eating much. No doubt, Plenty I get like that. That's about it. Just water. For for the second day, it was basically just water. I had like some cereal or something in the morning for breakfast. Yeah. So I had something to function on, but otherwise it was yeah ninety percent water. Ugh. Yeah. And we just pissing like a racehorse or what? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then morning of I wasn't allowed anything. I think we had to weigh in at ten o'clock. Did you make weight? Just. Just about a hundred grams, I think it was. So you came in at like sixty-two point nine. Yep. Fuck. Yeah, it was coming close. How did you feel after that? Did you just feel like depleted? Yeah, I felt smashed. I just, I just needed something to, to eat. Function. Munging for a feed. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I weighed in, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Right. I ate. What what's the go to food wise between a weigh in? Like, explain the day. How's the day work? From obviously we got weigh ins on comp day. Then you had you said a couple of hours. Then what what? How's that work from there? Um, so they they work through your your different weight classes. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't the lightest, so yep. I had a little bit of time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they obviously weigh you in the same way that you'll lift. So they'll start with the lightest in that lifters. class. Yep. Yep. And they'll they'll do their weigh-ins first, and then as you get heavier through the weight classes, they do their weigh-ins, and then they do their lifts. So it doesn't matter, I guess. On so it's roughly the same amount of time for everyone. Yeah, but it's not on what your attempt is at what weight you're lifting. No. No. So it's just time based. Yep. Okay. Now, what what lift is first? Uh, the snatch first snatches first and what was your like plan or strategy going into that like obviously you guys through training would build up to or even test your um your max yeah um how do you plan on going into that like do you try to push past your max or what what's that look because it's and it's three attempts yeah so you get three attempts however if you miss all three Mm. For your snatches, your you first lift, you do. You're done. It's out. You don't, you don't get, get to the clean and jerk. No, you don't get to the second one. But this sport is ruthless. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Obviously, so, if you miss a lift, that weight doesn't count. Yeah. But if you miss all three of your first movement, you're done. You're done. Right. So weight weightlifting works off a total, much like powerlifting, yep. of best weight of each lift goes towards your total yep and then the top total wins yes okay so if we're talking first lift is the snatch what are we looking at are you hitting like an 85 percent number 90 what's that look like trying to hit like obviously we warm up and we try to hit a fairly heavy weight in the warm-up and depending on how that feels, if we can, we'll hit somewhere between 90 and 95. Yeah, so, okay. So call it 92. Yeah. You know, somewhere that'd be be fair. 
Then what? You're successful in lift one? Yep, and get the first one going. And then if you can, we hit just under or at your current max. You say you're going, right, I've hit one good lift. Yep. Pretty much we're going to send it. And then if you, so, okay, going back. If you fail the first one, you get the same weight again. You have the option to do the same weight again, or you can go up still. You can still go up. So if you just have a brain moment and... Just have a bad lift. Yep. It's a bad lift. Something happens, but you know you could have got it. Yep. And would have been easy. You yeah. can still go up. Okay. Which does happen. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I guess that's... No, it doesn't happen often, but if they were to miss the first, about oh, okay, it's this. On, on a first one, that's it's a bit more safe. Yeah. Whereas if you were to do that on your second lift or your third lift, yeah, you're playing with a little bit of fire there. All right. So what happens with, we're going into our second lift, we're sending it, we're aiming at a hundred percent. Let's say you hit that. Do you then send it again? Yes. In the third? For sure. And like what, like, are we, does that big, it then become a numbers game? Does it become, uh, nah, slap the tens on, we're going all out or balls out? Like, that can depend on who you're lifting against, who the competition yeah, okay. is, and what they're doing. So there's a bit of study involved, yeah. right? And I there's like the, this once, once you get deep into it, there's a little bit of strategy to when you lift and what weight you say you're going to lift. So when you complete your lift, say if I, complete my first one yeah got it it's all good go back to the um score isn't that yep and they ask for my next lift while the next person is going out doing theirs so i have to then and there tell them what weight i'm going up to yep so let's say for argument's sake the first this- snatch was 100 kilos yep would be nice but <laughs> one day you one and me day. both <laughs> so Get 100, easy. Yep. From so there. straight after the lift. Yep, straight after the lift. Them. I come back over, go to the desk, tell them, say, I want to go to 92. Oh, sorry, 102. Yep. Now, the next guy that just lifted after me, lift, lifted 101. Yep. So both lifts count. He's a kilo in front. Yep. Now, he says his next weight is going to be 103. Yep. Now, I would then lift before him because my lift is 102, my next one. Now, to get more rest, I go change what I say I'm going to do. And instead of doing 102, I bump it up to 104. Yep. In which case, his 103 is lighter. So that makes him go first. Okay, so now it's not off what you weigh, it's what you're lifting. Yes. Yep. So first lift is what you weigh? Uh, or depending it can depend okay so alright so to do that and he goes out he says 103 10, yeah 103 if he hits that you've said 104 yep then I'll go do my 104 do you have to? no if I wanted to I could say put it up to 105 106 on the floor if I was comfortable with that wait yeah 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 because you don't want to jump too big between your, your lifts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right, so there's mind games in this. Yeah, a lot of mind games. <laughs> Especially as the first lift, not so much. Yeah, but the second and third? But the, definitely the second and the third. Because right. they're the ones that count. So, going back to the first lift, you want to make it look as heavy as possible, but make it feel as light as possible. Yes. Do you just go out and have like a bad first lift? It has happened. <laughs> right. Purely the strategy. Yeah. Yeah. That, but you've got to be 100% confident, 110% confident yes. in your ability. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm finding this more and more fun. I'm going to have to start watching Olympic lifting meets, I think. But uh, yeah, right. So we finished the snatch. Right. Well, so we go to our third lift. You've played the mind games. How do you play it? How, what's your go-to? Say you're even off two lifts. You've he's lifted a kilo heavier in the first. You've lifted a kilo heavier in the second. How does the third go? So I will try and get a little bit of extra rest, playing mind games like that. So you just whack like this stupid number out there? No, because once you do that, you can't go back down. You so you can't go underneath. No. Ah. Oh. So the bar can never go back down, and whatever you say, the next lift will be. Has to be more. That or more. It has to be that or more. <laughs> So you right. can always say less, but you can't say more unless you can back it up. Yeah, okay. Has that bitten a lot of people on the arse? Yes. There's oh. also strategy there too, because if you can bait them into thinking, oh yeah, I've got him. He's he's a max out at say 110. Yeah. And that's my last lift. And I know that's, that's pushing for me. Mm. And he goes, nah, I'm going to get him. I'm going to go 111. Hit that. And I do my 110 and I get it. And yeah. he does 111 and misses it. Yeah. Then I win. Yeah. Because his last lift would have been whatever before him. Like one, like a couple of kilos less. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're talking, obviously, like percentage work comes into play, but in relation to kilograms, what's the between lifts? Like they're not big jumps. No, not at all. They're like what? One kilo, half a kilo. Uh, so it is in whole kilos. Yep. Um, typically, we didn't go any more than a five kilo jump. Yeah. Okay. That was that was pretty big. Yep. Now, the same applies for the clean and jerk. Yep. Obviously, with it being the second lift, there's more mind games and stuff involved because you're working now with totals. Exactly. Not just single lift numbers. Right. Because you could still be one or two kilos in front from the snatch, but then when you get to the cleaner jerk, if yeah. that's their thing, they can make up the ground. Now, this is this is the big question I'll ask. Is there specialist? Like, one or the other? Not so much. Like there, if, there will always be a favourite. Yeah. And you'll be slightly better at one in comparison. But specialist. Not, not someone who's got like a... Like, let's say, a 100-kilo snatch, but a 180-kilo clean and jerk. Not typically. Yeah, okay. So, they normally ballpark. Yeah. Roughly. Give us so, a Yeah. So, what were our numbers, I guess, when we were competing as a 16, 17-year-old at, call it 60-kilo? What, what numbers are we looking at? Uh, for a snatch, uh, in comp, I had 76 kilos. Yep. And for a clean and jerk, I had 100. 100. So 40, 
let's call it 40 kilos over body weight for the clean and jerk and then what 15 over for the snatch which puts you about what 25 kilos difference yeah that normally about the same for most lifters like difference between the two obviously depending on your body weight yeah um, that number will vary the, yeah the number will vary but percentage wise percentage wise it's yeah about right about right there you go now I've got to ask you favourite lift have to be a snatch yeah yeah see this is where you'll be different I fucking hate the snatch <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> I need to be better at it and like it is such a technical lift that when you hit one well it is the feeling second to none yeah but I just really enjoy the cleaner jerk. It's just, yeah. I think I'm just lucky with the mobility that I've got. I can actually do a good snatch. Yeah, that's true. And don't be offended by the word snatch, by the way. I've just realized we've said that a thousand times. Um, it's 2024. Catch up. <laughs> uh, right. So that's the weightlifting rundown. That's, um, would you do it in, I guess, I don't know if it's called the open division or category like being an adult um like obviously before masters um would you do it would you go back to weightlifting i've thought about it i've uh yeah i've tossed the idea around but yeah i i don't think i could keep up so what like let's be realistic if you were to get back into it what weight division we going at now i would have to check the weight divisions but it would have to be around 70 like a 70 I think it's 70 or 71 yeah something like that yeah 71 73 I think were the categories I last saw do you want me to tell you the numbers from oh, that category because I watched um, British National weightlifter cut down to um, one of these weight divisions um, there's certainly a couple of a uh, couple of kilos I could lose yeah. To to make a weight category. Right. So the Olympics have changed their weight divisions. That's confusing to read. So it looks like we'd be in sixty nine to seventy seven kilograms. Do you reckon you could break the sixty nine? Sixty two yeah, to sixty nine? I, I reckon I could. You reckon you could do that? Alright. Might be a few weight cutting days in there. I think there'd be more than a few. Do you want to know the total? Or do you want to know what the lifts were? Let's go individual lifts. Individual lifts? Um, Alright. Clean and jerk. I'll let you have a guess. I'll give you two guesses. And that's 61. This is a 61 kilo, I think. Yep, 61 kilo. So let's say we get back down to junior weight. Probably not doable, but let's say. Right, what do you think we're looking at? For a cleaner jerk? Yeah. 150? 172. Ooh. It's ridiculous. I think it was a 137 kilo snatch. Wow. Yeah. Chinese weightlifters, man. 
Found something, eh? Test them. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, to compete internationally, you got to be a freak. Yeah, it's you've a whole have, ball game there. You've got to have the genetics for it. Yeah, there was there was one of the guys I was going against in nationals, and yep. same weight class, same age, and he had fifty kilos on top of my total. Fifty kilos. Yeah. So he's looking at like a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty kilo clean and jerk, and at ninety. Yep. Kilos. That's me now. At at seventeen and sixty two kilos. Bro, I'm twenty seven and a hundred kilos. <laughs> oh, crap. Right. Yeah. So that was my competition. That sounds fun. Got a couple of silvers. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Wow. And, um, fuck, that would have made me feel like shit. Yeah. Slightly demoralizing. Yeah. That'd make me feel like crap now. And he's 10 years young. Wow. No. <laughs> oh. It's impressive what the body can do, eh? This is what, this is my big thing that I've, uh, I guess I'm so keen on is what can. I do like what can my body do what can my mind do this is why I found CrossFit and I was like the first six months uh, to put it in other terms quite hellish oh yeah like you hurt you use muscles you've never used but then you're like oh hang on I'm okay now and then the next thing you know you're like shit can I do that I reckon I could yeah and then it's like people getting like a a handstand or a handstand walk or a bar muscle up suddenly these great things are achievable yeah and being in the I guess you've been in the space a lot longer than I have because around what age did you start the start the CrossFit stuff age wise roughly oh it would have been 11 or 12 so we was that you've been in there around the space 10 years now yeah yeah what if you could sum it up in like a couple sentences or whatever, what's the biggest thing that you've seen that is like, like celebrate, like the biggest thing? It's not like, oh, this guy lifting all this weight over here. It's the little wins. The biggest one I would say is it's not the coolest movement, the hardest movement, the heaviest lift. It's it's the guy that's typically up the back yeah. dying. Selling yep. his soul just to finish a workout, even if it's not the fastest or it's not the heaviest, but he's putting everything in. Yeah. It's it's that guy. It's the... Uh, and everyone else cheering him on. Yeah. Bro, it's starting to give me goosebumps. I don't... I know you're talking about it's that... Um, the fact that... The, what, this is the way I've put it before. When you're in class, you're doing some version of the same workout. All right, everyone's different. They have different strengths, weaknesses, different skill levels. Everyone's doing pretty much the same thing. Um, and the big, only way I've been able to put it is it feels like everyone is in your corner. Yeah. Like, regardless of if you're competing in class, not competing, you're working out in class next to Matt Fraser or Rich Froning, once they finish, they're straight, turn back around, pumping you up, giving you all the tips and pointers, cheering you on. And that's, I guess, 
I got that pretty quick, pretty early on. Got humbled. I thought I was, oh yeah, I'm pretty fit. I'm ever right. I just lost a bit of weight and tried CrossFit. Once I could get back to doing it after my my hand incident. Um, but yeah, it just felt like everyone was there to, to, to nearly physically push you over the line. Yeah. And that's uh, something I've, I fell in love with, was that feeling of uh, everyone's backing you. Yeah, the, the community's the best part, I reckon. Yeah. The amount of banter alone is that what keeps me coming back, let alone the encouragement and support. Yeah. But, um, yeah, with the CrossFit stuff, right, being around for so long, throw out your, like, uh, I guess your highlights. What's what moment for you? Like, for me, I remember getting my first bar muscle up and being like, Holy shit, I never thought I'd do this. And then you were that you coached me through that session, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and just like, Up you go, I won't repeat what you said, but <laughs> along the lines of um, rhymes with an aquatic bird, um, <laughs> the bar, and up you go, and hold on. Sorry, is what I think you said. Um, so that for me is a pretty big moment. Um, so give us like your one top one or two. It, one of them would have to be like years ago. I I did a an all stars comp, and we we qualified for nationals. Yep. In it. And we we travelled to Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, we travelled to Sydney and. Uh, you know, had a a big team with us, and everyone was there cheering us on. And uh, and afterwards, you know, we had some of the masters come up to us and go, "Stick with it. Mm. And this is this is gonna last a while if you if you can do it right." That's pretty cool. Yeah, and and seeing those guys, you know, doing what they were, was, yeah, was pretty cool to see. I, mean, I don't know about you, but seeing like the masters and the old, older than me people in the gym killing it yeah is motivation enough bro like <laughs> fuck yeah I want to do that I don't care what I'm doing now I want to do that exactly that's pretty cool man having someone come up to give them the young pump young pup a bit of a pump up yeah it was it was cool really <laughs> really made the weekend yeah definitely and um the all star comps that's the team event hey yeah so it was a team of six team of six yeah three guys three girls Wow, it's a fair whack of people. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, because a lot of strengths, but a lot of weaknesses at the same time. Now I think they're more teams of four. Yeah, I think they have changed it since then. Yeah, that's cool, but highlight from the comp, like movement-wise, what? Because there was a lot of synchro stuff, I'm guessing. Yeah, there was a lot of synchro. Um, work through his pairs type yep. thing and sort of run through one pair at a time. Yeah, right. Or it was. In your male, female threes. Threes. Yeah. What movements they have is doing as threes. Well, they had um, yeah, pistol squats and that. You're sort in of, synchro. Yeah, yeah, all in synchro. As three. As three. Yep. This was a hot topic this week in the gym. Pistol squats. <laughs> yeah. So, so that pistol was squat one. for those who don't know is a single leg squat with one leg not touching the ground at all from fully stood up. To the bottom and back up. If uh, you have mobility and or muscle active, it, it, it pretty much, if not a gymnast, 
you're going to struggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to have three of his doing them synchro, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, it's pretty epic. It was a, it was a bit of practice that went into that one. No, no doubt, no doubt. So for, um, I think I'm well and truly into my CrossFit era. Four years in, I think I've done four pistols full stop. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're not everyone's cup of tea. No, no, they can go and die with the assault bike. Yeah, agreed on that one. Yeah, yeah. I um, what else? Because we've done, you and I have done a few comps together now, and uh, we've uh, had our crack at um, haven't had a crack with the big boys up yeah. on RX. Let's uh, let's dive into that a little bit. That that'd have to be one of my other highlights. Your low lights. Highlights. Highlights. Was uh was going against those big boys. I tell you what. Even though we got... Did we get dead last or second? I think we got dead last. I think it was dead last by the end of it. Yeah. That was the most fun comp I think I've ever had. Fuck, I was sore. Oh, yeah. Couldn't move for about a week. Yeah, that drive home was horrid from Tannum Sands. So Ben was just talking about previously the comp um, that you and him did last year. Oh, yeah. Tannum Sands. So the year before that, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. year before that. So 22, Kaylin and I did this comp the same comp we went into the rx division though um when you went with ben you guys went into scaled that was his first comp no one of his first one of his anyways first, first two or three um so we thought we better not break the kid because ben's built like a paper clip <laughs> he did well no he did do well really well he'll probably won't like me calling him a paper clip but he'll get over it <laughs> He'll probably just call me fat or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a very well-run comp and hats off to uh, CrossFit Tenham Sands. It has been the comp for a few years now. Um, I think we've been three times total or might be two. Anyway, any time it's professional but not at the same time. Yeah, it's it's an awesome, awesome event there. Just the atmosphere is next level. But yeah, the comp we did, man, we were banging with the big boys and holy smokes. The uh, the bar muscle-up workout was a fun one. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, for someone who didn't do <laughs> any of the muscle-ups. I, I, I think I remember there being at least one. One. Out of how many? Sharing the load, you know. <laughs> Work to our strengths. Yeah. Oh, and then the sandbag workout. That was a... Yeah, we don't need to talk about that one. Yeah. Got PTSD. <laughs> Kalen is still scared of a 150-pound sandbag to the point he hasn't touched one in over 12 months. Yeah. He's still scared of it. Nightmares. But, uh, and actually going back to that event, we had these big guys in the CrossFit space, you know, they've qualified to go to the semifinals for Australia. They've done well there. You know, they've, they've been under the bright lights. We're in the same heat as these guys they smoked a workout as you'd expect like these boys fit as you'd expect to see them on like a calendar somewhere just ripped as and uh as I said we're in the same heat we're struggling like this bag is heavy I think it was like hand cleans or something first or deadlifts into sandbag cleans over shoulder and now this sandbag was 150 pounds which is about 70 
roughly 70 roughly kilo. 70. And uh, I was still weighing in around 95, 100 kilos. Poor old Kalen over here. <laughs> weighing in about the same. About about the same, maybe just under. Yeah, if not less. And, and I, my cardio is just not that great when it comes to came to that. So that wrecked me. I was like, nah, bro, you got to do the fucking cleans. He'd grab this bag and would sell his soul just for one rep. Yep. I'll put everything <laughs> I had into just the one. Just the one. And then all these guys had finished their surrounding us around and we're back to the bar. I'm like, Kalen, get on the fucking bar. I'm wrecked. <laughs> so he's done all the bar work. And then I've started on the bag. And I'm like, I just turned around and said, I need one. Just give me one. And um, I remember it vividly ironic um me like hunched over just looking up and watching you just push through this one clean and then you looked at me and you're like i did my one i'm done <laughs> tapping out yeah <laughs> so but no it's uh you bond on another level when you do a comp with someone you want to kill them at the same time as you want to pick them up <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a healthy mix of both. Yeah, but no, it's uh, it's healthy. I would say I, I enjoy it, and we keep going back for more. Yeah, we keep doing it, so there must be something in there. Suckers for punishment. But um, but yeah, that's the the comp style, and then watching you and Ben do the same thing uh, last year in 2023, I was uh, pretty happy to be on the sideline that year. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Especially watching Ben try and take over from you on the handstand walks. So, a bit of a, a yeah, well, came up a bit short on a handstand walk one year. Yeah. And then to see Ben try the same thing and same result. Same as the smack. <laughs> it works, I'm telling you. You gotta try it. it no. I'm, I struggled to run. That was the year I ate shit on the beach. Oh, that's right, it was too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ben was talking about his beach run the other day. Yes. I didn't bring up the fact that I tried one. It didn't succeed too well. <laughs> <laughs> so, to uh, let everyone know, similar thing as Ben on the other day, we had to run into the water and then come back out. And as we are coming back out of the water, it got kept getting shallower and shallower. And I thought it was a bit deeper. So I'm just like, pump the legs, just pump, get the knees up, push them down hard, you know, like you do when you're running through waves like a spastic. And uh, it got very shallow very quick. And I thought it was a bit deeper, so I've lifted my knee up really hard to break the water and then push it back down. And I've tripped like a movie, <laughs> stumbled full, arms like wailing around. Face first into the sand and ate it. <laughs> and then uh, trying to get back up and catch up in the back of the heat was a bit embarrassing. Entertaining, though. Entertaining for everyone. So it's never a dull moment. But, yeah, that was one of them. Oh, I don't live that moment down. Every no. year, it resurfaces. Every six months or so, Lockie will send it to me. Just <laughs> made, it, made it easier for me going second. Yeah. All I need to do is not fall on my face. Yeah, and I could, I can still, like, see the smile on your face when I walked over. You're like, ha, you fell over, <laughs> and not just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let me know about it. 
but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the CrossFit stuff. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's just fun. It sucks, but it's fun at the same time. Yeah. You learn something new, talk a bit of shit with people and it doesn't matter anyone. Everyone does it. I've got like mums of three and four feeding me lip daily when I'm in the gym. Like you just expect it now. doesn't help that I throw it back. <laughs> yeah, you're back for it. <laughs> I don't know where I get it from. Um, but yeah, <coughs> pardon me. So uh, I guess on that, the only other thing I wanted to touch on a bit was um, our our karate, right? So correct me if I'm wrong. It is a form of karate. Yeah. Right. So what what do we got? What's it called? How's it work? Uh, it's called goju. 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 Just goju. Goju jutsu. Goju what? Jutsu. Jutsu. Yeah, right. Like jujitsu, but it's sort of similar. Yeah. With the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Totally different though. Totally different. Yeah. So what's what's this one involved? Like, if we, if we have people think like karate, like the Karate Kid, right? That's what everyone sees. They hear karate. What's the difference? Uh, well, some of it is accurate to that. Mm. However, it is. A, you know, from the movies and all of that is a very basic version of. So it's like a dumbed down version. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot more work in the stand up, stand up area. There yeah. is a little bit of groundwork we do, um, but that's in our much higher ranks. Yeah. So Hannah, how's that work? Because we spoke about that briefly before with the rankings and stuff like that. Now everyone, most people will understand that there's a ranking system and that like black belts you know the shit <clears throat> how's that work from beginner all the way through to ma- ma- what is it master or sensei sensei yeah sensei yeah so how's that work how do we start in progress so you start out as a as a white belt yep um, from white belt you go straight to a yellow belt mm-hmm. and then from there you get a coloured stripe you get a first stripe and a second stripe of the next colour belt so at yellow you'll then get a green stripe and then a second green stripe yep. and then you'll progress to green belt yep and how like how quick can you pop up between them if you're doing everything you know amazingly yeah um, your first few ranks are pretty quick and yep. a few months apart so like to what colour belt like so after yellow's green and, until you get to about green belt yeah. You can get through them pretty quick because they're fairly basic. Yeah, okay. Once you get to green belt, it's, it starts to get a bit longer. That's where you got to be at it and your, your long tenure kicks in and... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what's after green? After green, brown. Yep, so it's the same then, thing. You still get your two stripes. Yep, still two stripes. Yep, then brown, then... Brown, then to black. Black. Never stripes Yeah, so with your brown, you get two black stripes. Yep. And then you go to your black. Yep. And then, because you, you mentioned there was, and then. And then, um, <laughs> once you hit black, you're not quite halfway, because there's 10 grades of black belt. 10? 10. So as soon as you think you, you've got it, you've hit the peak, Yeah. you're only a base camp of Mount Everest. Yeah. Welcome back to the bottom of the food chain. <laughs> right. So what level are we at the moment? Uh, I'm a first Dan, so my first level of black belt. 
So you've got black belt, and then you've gone one. Yeah. Yeah. So you get your black belt, and they are in Dan ranks. Yep. So the Q ranks are the colors. Yeah. Okay. And your Dan ranks are the black belt. So the Dan ranks are like saying you're in the advanced stage. Yeah. Okay. And how's that work? How's that? How's that been? I mean, you went away for a, a seminar or something the other last month. No, last year sometime. Yeah. yeah. And you came up looking like you got hit by a bus yeah I felt like it too <laughs> yeah covered in bruises and yeah so it's obviously pretty full on like, yeah yeah it can be yeah so are we else. are we talking like are we kicking predominantly are we striking it's a, a healthy mix of of everything life. yeah yeah okay so what what led us to be beat the fuck up pretty well uh well Dad's done it since he was young. Yeah. And then I grew up into it. Same thing. And, and then yeah. you became his guinea pig. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So what rank is, is Dad at? He's uh, fifth then. Fifth? Fifth. So he's only halfway through the... He's only halfway through the... Dad How long has he been doing it for? 20 or so years. Shit. Longer than I've been alive, yeah. 30 years? 30? Yeah. A long, Holy fuck. Long and he's got five more. So how long are we talking between first, like first, second? Obviously that time will get more and more. Well, I, uh, I'm supposed to be going for my second in a few months, hopefully. So how long has that been between first and second? Just over seven years. And is that normal? Uh, I'm a little bit longer because I knocked back a grading um, about a year ago. What did you do? I decided I well, I thought I was not ready. Yeah. So I I declined. Ah, uh, um, okay. Declined to go second. Yeah. So, yeah, that so I got, got the offer to... to go for the grading. Yeah. And uh, I knocked it back. Yep. So does that push you back to? No, no so I'm still a, I'm still at first. Oh, okay. So but you've then got I a... just didn't advance to second. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. So about yeah. five years. Yeah. Per dam. Minimum. 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 I think uh, Dad has been on his fifth then for over 10 years. And he just hasn't elected to go six. There's a lot more to learn. Takes, oh, yeah, takes obviously. Takes a lot of time. Yeah. Wow. There is a point, especially in our club at the moment, um, our highest ranks in our club only get to sixth then. Yeah, okay. So, so you need to be there, exposed to... Yeah, from there you've you got to... You've got to get a panel together of yep. higher grades. Yeah, so you've pretty much got to styles. have hours under higher graded yeah. senseis, I guess, to yeah, exactly. then bring you up. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, that makes sense. You've got to get a certain amount of hours or years. Years, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a really is a lifelong thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Wow. It's a long time. Here's me thinking, oh, yeah, I'll get into some sort of martial art. Won't take long. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, we'll see how that goes in 10 years. Yeah, still a white belt. <laughs> if I get one. <laughs> yeah, if you get there. If I get there. Wow. And with that, uh, obviously I know you well enough to know that you teach it. How's that? Just summed up, how's that teaching juniors, kids, adults even? Like, what's that experience like? It's, it's good fun, actually. I quite enjoy it. 
much different to the CrossFit stuff? Um, the teaching itself, no. It's all relatively the same. Coaching same. and coaching. Yeah. It's just what you're coaching. Yeah, okay. And Obviously, you've got more of a... Very different. More of a love for the goju than the CrossFit, or is it... Oh, it's it's much the same. I love them both. Yeah. But I suppose you've got, what, 15 plus years experience? Yeah. In the goju? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get you. It's like me coaching basketball compared to... Yeah. CrossFit. I've been playing basketball just for... Just done it longer. Oh, 20 years. Oh, near 20 years. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you there. Right. Have you... Uh, is it like tournaments and stuff for that? Not yeah. Really? We, we don't often go for them. Yeah. So just... No need. No no interest in it too much. Yeah. Don't want to get beat the fuck up. Yeah. Well, I'd rather to... not. We beat <laughs> each other up at our club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are there are a lot of tournaments we can do um, in different different categories. Yeah, right. So you can compete outside of Goju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. That'd be alright. What's have you have you done one of them before? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. I've done like some, some in-house type. Yeah. How'd um, that go? What with a couple what, of small clubs, but what yeah, discipline did we verse? Uh, well, we did the Kumite, which is spike fighting. Yeah. Um, and then there's Kata, which is more of a show. It's a pre-arranged step. Yeah, okay. So that's like a display. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And how's, how's the sparring? Is that pretty like, not gloves off, but gloves off, like free-for-all? Yeah. Yeah, it's they almost anything, guys. You know. It get hectic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. We try and keep the, uh, the groin kicks and the biting out of it and the spitting. Yeah, so no Mike Tyson taking the ear off? Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, is that allowed or is it frowned nah. upon? No, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So have what, what's the worst uh, injury we've had? Uh, well, I thought I broke my uh, tibialis machine. Ow? I didn't, but I thought I did. Still, I, ow? Yeah, I couldn't walk on it for about a week. From a kick? Yes. Yeah, that so you... Through? No, that I defended blocked. from. Yeah, so um, the guy I was fighting, he threw a kick in, just a yep. front kick coming straight for me. And as I've gone to step back, I've brought my my front leg up, and he just hit me in the shin. Like smack bang. Oh, right, dead center. Yeah, and, uh, they're the ones in the MMA you see, and then the leg just. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad mine didn't, but yeah, I. I That's how McGregor broke his too. leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd only stretched a nerve. So once Ooh. that had healed, it was all good. Fuck that. Yeah. You seen those like, Muay Thai and kickboxing guys that just kick concrete piles? Yeah, oh yeah. Crazy. Good, thanks. It's a whole new level of conditioning there. Yeah. So yours is obviously not more... not As you said, not a lot of striking predominant. It's a fair spread. With you said you've mentioned this ground work and stuff like that. Yeah, we do a little bit of ground work. Yeah, is it now? Because I'm very new, don't understand it all. I obviously get all my like intel from watching uh, BJJ or UFC. Yeah. Is it much like um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or is it more of a like a um, like a takedown and not for a submission? Either way, we okay. do, do a bit of both. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's What's your favourite? It's not as in-depth. Yeah, as not as technical. 
Yeah. What's the what's the go to? Like to coach, teach, demonstrate. What's the what's your if someone says, Hey, you can demonstrate this, you go, Oh fuck yeah, let's go. What's that? Mine mine would have to be um wrist locked down into into a takedown. Into a takedown. Yeah. Now explain that briefly. Like what's that what's that look like? Like so say you're gonna do it on me. What's the run through? So say you you need to look for an opening or create yep. an opening. So say I I don't know, jab or throw a, a punch. Yeah, that's that's right. the opening. Yep. So I, I throw I need a, reaction I throw a, start. a right hand to that. Right, I throw a right hand punch. How's that look for you? And I'm the worst boxer on the planet, so I'm wide open. Square as if I could get to the outside of that arm. Yep. And then bend your elbow in twist your wrist to the outside. So twist so elbow elbow towards your ribs. Yep. And then your wrist out. Oh fold it in down towards you. I don't have the mobility to do that <laughs> and, and see what it's meaning, but like so I've got trying to do like a bicep curl. Not a curl, like you know your bodybuilders flex. But so yeah, the if wrist you is to, if you were to try and touch your own shoulder. Yep. And then twist your wrist further to the outside. So thumb keeps going. Yep. Thumb to the outside further. Yep. So you're twisting the arm bones. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Into a takedown. Into a takedown. So what's that look like? I've thrown the right. Next thing, bang. Arms jammed up. Now, as long as I've got control of that wrist. Yep. All I need to do is take out one foot. And take out one foot. Gone. And then push down. Yep. So I've just got to hit a knee or sweep a leg. Yep. And then push you backwards. And that arm's not going to do anything. And if you try to, it just that goes your wrist. Yeah, that would be quite... I can see how that's quite easy to snap. Yep. Just because that feels weak as piss, me holding that position. Yeah, right. And that sounds like it'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Like That's a very, even, very simple, but yeah. Yeah. That's not... Even not without the break and the wrist part. I'd reckon I'd try that on Ben just to <laughs> be like, hot bitch. <laughs> the more hits and the more breaks you get on the way down, the better. Yeah, right. And that's you maintain the wrist control on the way down. Well, you can you can take them all the way down with it, or yep. you can just let them fall. Just dump them on the yeah. ground. Pretty much depends what you want to do next. Yeah, righto. There you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Less less so tournament competition based that stuff. It's it's more street thing. Yeah, that's more like a, breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more like Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, Tekken type stuff. What's that one? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, we don't play nice. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, I've got... I normally do some Would You Rathers with some people. And if you've listened to a few of our episodes, you know, Ben and I and Blake and I butt heads yes. with this. Now, would you rather... You've probably heard it before. Jocks or Socks. Right, hear me out. Same socks for a month, or same jocks for a week? I'm pretty sure I agreed with you on this the first time I heard it, but I would I would do the same socks for a month. Socks for a month. Yeah. Like I can't I can't that's, do the same jocks for a week. Yeah, that's what I said. I said yeah. they're fucking disgusting if yeah. you pick. No, I'm wearing the same jocks for a week. That's gross. 
glad to see there's someone finally <laughs> on my side with some common sense. I don't I know what the other two were on, but... That's gross, right? Yeah. Like, you can just wash your feet as, as you will. Yeah, right. I, we live in central Queensland. I sweat enough. Don't need to be adding to that. If you want to hide the smell, you just put shoes on. You know what I mean? Like You don't need to wear socks. You just exactly. wear thongs. Exactly. Right. Right, guys. Well, thank you very much, Kaylin. Uh, where can the guys find you on on Instagram I probably didn't go into it too much but we've got a bit of a a cruiser I do have a little cruiser page little cruiser page with a flash underscore FJ40 yep there you go so it's obviously a 40 series Land Cruiser right rebuilt ground up yeah long build yeah and uh hopefully we'll be seeing it some places this year yeah hopefully taking it to Simpson in June nice the red dirt yeah yeah I've been trying to get it out there for a few years now mm, we finally ready I hope so that's good nearly there good oh yeah well if you want to get around that guys find him on Instagram flash underscore FJ40 flash underscore FJ40 and uh, you'll see the rig there it's it's pretty schmick to look at it's nice it's nice to see so uh, thanks again mate we'll uh We'll stay tuned and make sure we see those pictures when you get out to the Simpson. And uh, we'll see you around. Thanks for having me. Oh, good. See ya.